You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Hold fast to the end is the title of this devotion. And that is something that especially the book of Hebrews constantly reminds us of, that we are to hold fast the confidence of the hope to the end, that it's not just sufficient to begin well, but it is important to finish well that we up to our last breath perceive, recognize, and know that we are born from above and that we speak by the Spirit in us of the good things that the Heavenly Father has prepared for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And despite that the outer man is dying, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Therefore, we do not look at the things that can be seen that are temporary, but we look into things that cannot be seen, that are eternal. For while we suffer the, the loss of all things in this life, we enjoy the hope of the glory set before us in Christ Jesus. Oh, we have such great riches awaiting us who hold fast to the end. And I'll charge you today, be somebody that never never gives up your faith in Jesus, but who continues to keep growing in the knowledge of Him through your communion with Him daily and His Word in living in your heart and by loving His people. It's not just sufficient to sit in a room and say, I'm going to heaven and neglect His house. No, Jesus demonstrated His love for the Father by how He loved His church and how He gave Himself for her, cleansing her with the Word. Oh, come on, read that in, in Ephesians 5, verse 25 through 27. And it's so important that we love God's church. It's a bit silly to say, I'm going to heaven, where's church? You're saying, you don't want to know it while it's on earth. Oh, no, folks, we need to love God's church. Absolutely. I believe that is one of the things that we do to hold fast, because look what it says here in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6 and verse 14. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast to confidence and rejoicing of hope, firm to the end. If we hold fast, whose house we are, we are his house, his dwelling place. We are the body of Jesus Christ, if we hold fast. And you cannot say you are the body of Christ and disregard its members. That is, that's not possible. My hand cannot say, I am a part of Robert, but I don't want to know his eyes and his ears and his mouth. That is not possible. My mouth cannot say, I am the body of Robert, but I don't want to know his hands. No, they, uh, they, they would never think such a thing. That all works in tandem. What I see, I'm able to grab with my hands. What I grab with my hands, I can see. Where my feet go, my whole body goes. And that is quite common sense to the natural mind, but it's amazing how sometimes we can neglect the body of Christ and then 
think that we're still living the life that God is pleased with. No, it's not possible. You follow Jesus Christ in the same love with which he demonstrated the Father's love for us in how you love his church and his people. We are his body if we hold fast, if we hold fast the hope firm to the end. Firm, you don't let go. No, I'm part of the church. I'm part of his church. I'm part of his body. I will be part of his body. I will be part of his church. Oh, my friends, sometimes you have to wrestle for it. Sometimes you have to really endure for it. And then look what it says in verse 14 of of Hebrews 3. We have become, we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Partakers means associates, sharers, partners, companions, right? That means we are partakers. What he has, we have. Wow. What he has in the Father, we have. Come on, stay with me. What Jesus has in the Father, we have. We are partakers of Christ if we hold firm to the end. Let me read you scripture here when I say what he has, we have in John 14, verse 16, we start. Jesus says there the night before he was crucified, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper, talking about the Holy Spirit, that he may abide with you forever. Oh, thank God Jesus said that because I will never doubt that the Holy Spirit is with me. Absolutely not. Even though I have had moments in my past that I wouldn't feel him, that I didn't feel him, but I believed because of what Jesus said, he will abide with you forever. So I always believe, no, I know the Holy Spirit's with me because Jesus says so. And then then he would spring up within me again like a fountain like Jesus talks about in John 4. And he will begin to flow out of my innermost being like a river again, like he says in, in John chapter 7, 38. So yeah, no. And he spoke definitely about the Holy Spirit in these verses. So I, I, I don't have my doubts. No, I'm not, now I'm constantly living in that Holy Ghost flow. Oh, I feel it right now. I feel it right now. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, whom the, fa- whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. Talking about Pentecost, of course, we live after Pentecost. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know very important. You will know I'm in my Father, you in me, and I in you. You will know I'm in my Father, you in me, and I in you. What does that mean? I, you will know I'm in my Father. In other words, you will know the Father through me. You will know the Father and me are the same, are one. I am in him, he's in me. You are in me, I am in you. What I have in the Father, you have, is what he is saying. What I have in the Father, you have, because I'm dwelling in you and you're dwelling in me. So what I have, you have, because you're in me. And I am in you. 
Oh my goodness, friends. Come on now. That is some very serious glory to hold fast to. That is some serious glory to hold fast to. Have there been moments in the past, Pastor, where your faith was so weak and you were tried by Satan that you had to weep and cry, said, no, Lord, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Cast me not away from your presence, but create in me a clean heart and grant me a steadfast spirit so that I may teach transgressors your ways and that sinners may be converted to you. Oh, have I prayed it? Have I wept it? Have I prayed it? Because when our faith is weak, Satan is able to barrage us with his deceptive feelings and deceptive lies to make us doubt the Almighty and embrace an evil heart of unbelief. You have Jesus, the Holy Spirit's power to help you to throw off these evil lies of the devil and know the Holy Spirit dwells with me forever. And I will know that life Jesus has in the Father. I will know it, perceive it, recognize it, the life Jesus has in the Father in me. I will know the life He has in the Father in me. I will know it. Are you getting this? I will know it. I will know it. Oh, praise God. I will know it. I will know it. Say it. I will know it. Know, perceive, recognize, acknowledge. All glory to God. And that's what we're holding fast to the end. The knowing, the perceiving, the recognizing right up to the last breath. Oh, glory to God. When your eyes begin to shine brightly for the gates of glory have become nearer than ever before as you breathe your last breath and enter into your reward. I'm going to talk about that over the next few days. My goodness, friends, what a joy that will be when Jesus we will see. Glory, glory to his holy name. Let me close this devotion with one of my favorite parts in the scripture. I'll start reading here. Ephesians 3 at verse 16. I mean, I want to start at verse 14. It's all good, but listen to this. May he, the heavenly father, grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened, reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality so that Christ through faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, and make his permanent home in our hearts so that you may be rooted deep in his love and founded securely on his love, on Christ's love, so that you may have the power and be strong enough to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love of Jesus Christ. What is the breadth, the length, and the height of his immense love? that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God and may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. And God is able to achieve this in you because of his power that's already at work in you. Hold fast. Hold fast to the end. Hold fast what? This incredible glory we have with the Father through the Son. This incredible life we have with the Father through the Son. Oh, if your last breath says, I believe, Father. I believe, Father. You have said the right word as you enter into glory. Hold fast to the end. I will never let go. I will not let go. We used to sing it. On our way to heaven, we shall not be moved. 
On our way to heaven, we shall not be moved just like a tree planted by the water side. We shall not be moved. On our way to heaven, we shall not be moved. Oh, we would sing it as a young boy. Oh, my father is so gloriously blessed and honored and pleased with you because you hold fast to the last breath and you will not let go of the joy set before you of the hope of your calling. You will not let go of Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of your faith. You will not let go that you believe. No, I believe. No, I'm not living by sight. I'm living by faith. The just shall live by faith. I believe. I believe, Father. I'm holding fast. I'm not letting go. So my last verse with you, Deuteronomy 4, verse 4. Here is Moses. He writes the book of Deuteronomy. It's a rehearsal of the law, of the four books he's written previously. And he gives a little rehearsal of it just before he passes away, just before he goes to glory and hands the baton to Joshua to lead the people in. And here Moses, as he's sitting there in Cadiz Bernaia, right before the promised land, he says to the precious people that are there, a whole new generation, he says to them, you are here and alive today because you held fast to the Lord. And yes, the Lord holds fast to us, but we must also hold fast to Him. So I want to encourage you today, don't lose your grip of grace. Hold fast to the nail-print hands of your Savior, and then He will lead you safely into all that He's predestined you to. Amen. Have a good day.